Hello, this is Bob Bell, and this is Local Matters. Uh, and we are talking today with Mark Wilson, Director of Intercollegiate Athletics at Tennessee Technological University. Mark, great to have you. Thanks for being on, having me on today, Bob. Honored to be here. Well, you uh, you direct a uh, a massive intercollegiate athletics program at Tech. Tell us a little bit about your background and uh, how you got to Tech and, and sort of what you do now. Well, you're the one that I have to blame for bringing me to Tech, right? Or the community gets to blame. Amen. Amen. So, no, it's an absolute blessing to uh, to be at Tennessee Tech and serve as the Director of Athletics and Bob, I, I thank you for taking a chance on a, on a, on a young guy from the state of Maine who was working at Ohio University to come, uh, to come lead your program. And, uh, uh, from the, from the day you uh, offered me the job, uh, it's been a distinct honor and pleasure to serve Tennessee Tech, to serve Cookville and, and serve the entire Highlands region and the state of Tennessee as the athletic director at Tennessee Tech. And you've been an outstanding leader for the university, not just in the field of athletics, but, but in a lot of, uh, a lot of different ways, and and we want to talk a little bit about that uh, today. Uh, tell me about the sports that are that are there at Tech. Well, Tennessee Tech competes at the highest level of intercollegiate athletics. That's the Division One level in NCAA athletics. Is Division One, Two, and Three, and Tennessee Tech uh, competes at Division One. Uh, our football program competes at the FCS level, which is the football championship subdivision, and that's different than the football bowl subdivision that most folks are probably more familiar with. Uh, that's that's the Tennessees and the Alabamas and the Ohio States and the UCLA's. Uh, Tennessee Tech competes at the football championship subdivision, which is the Ohio Valley Conference, and we're a proud member of the of the OVC. Uh, but all of us in the OVC compete at the championship subdivision. And what the difference is with that, with, with football, is that uh, it's the number of scholarships we offer, the number of coaches that we can have, the financial commitment that we as a university have to that program. But all of our other sports, all 13 of the other sports at Tennessee Tech, they're competing for the same national championship as Alabama, Tennessee, you know, UCLA, Ohio State. Uh, so it's 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 highly highly competitive, and our student athletes do a great job uh, representing us in the classroom, in athletic competition, and certainly in the community. Yeah, that's great. I remember traveling with our softball team to when we played Clemson at there for in the NCAA's, and it is fun to watch those young men and young ladies participate at such a, a competitive level in. Uh, uh, on the national stage, it is. They're on the national stage, and if you just think back to, you know, just within the last year, you know, what the tennis team and Eduardo Menya did, uh, uh, you know, on the national stage, and and tennis has done. I mean, he's in the top thirty in the country as a individual tennis student athlete. You look at uh, uh, cra- uh, track student athlete Nasha Robinson uh, going to the national championships and earning second team All American in Eugene, Oregon, running with the with the best in the country. And then you just look back also to to last spring and the and the Golden Eagle baseball team led by head coach Matt Braga, you know, uh, winning the Ohio Valley Conference regular season and tournament championship, uh, going to the NCAA regional, beating uh, Florida State uh, at you know in Tallahassee, which is a, a big big deal and. Then had uh, Auburn on the ropes before they were able to beat us. Then Florida State was able to to come back and beat us and bump us from the regional. But uh, 
you know, it is great. And, uh, you know, Golden Eagle softball team, basketball teams, they all just represent us so well on the, on the national stage. And think about some of the big games we had in football, Bob, when you were president and, and, uh, and going to the likes of, 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 of Louisville and Auburn, and Texas and Christian Georgia, and Auburn and TCU. Georgia. And, and, uh, our student athletes just represent us so, so well in all that they do. They really do. And, um, and, and you've done a great job of representing the university too. You've served on some, really important NCAA boards over the years. Talk a little bit about your national-level leadership experience, too. Well, we're real fortunate. The previous Ohio Valley Conference Commissioner, uh, John Steinbrecher, uh, nominated me to serve on uh, the governance of the uh, National Collegiate Athletic Association. And that, at that point in time, it was called the Leadership Council. Uh, and uh, uh, that first rendition of the Leadership Council, I was the Ohio Valley Conference uh, representative on that. And that's the ones that kind of sets the strategic direction of the NCAA. Uh, so I was fortunate to serve a, a term on that. And then I also uh, served a term on the NCAA Division One Football Committee. And the Division One Football Committee is the committee that is charged with selecting the at-large teams uh, for the playoffs, adding them into those teams that get the AQ, the automatic qualification from their conference, uh, seeding them into the uh, NCAA championships and then running those games leading up to the NCAA championships in uh, in Frisco, Texas. And, of course, over the last few years, you know, uh, North Dakota State has, uh, has has built a dynasty in FCS football and uh, James Madison has, has won one. And I uh, did serve my final year on that on that committee. It was a four year term uh, as the chair of that committee. So uh, uh, that, and that's elect, but you're elected to that by your peers. Uh, so great, uh, a great, great honor to represent Tennessee Tech and the OVC as as the chair of that. And of course, that's a that's a those are all time commitments that take take time. In addition to doing your job on campus and in the community here, so it's a uh, it, it is a big undertaking, but uh, but honored to serve. And I'm, I'm one of the OVC. The NCAA has changed their governance structure a little bit since the uh, uh, the leadership council. Uh, the council now uh, is is still made up of, uh, of folks from throughout the uh, uh, division one, but uh, the OVC representative uh, Brian Hutchinson, my good friend and colleague at Moorhead State, he has been uh, uh, the representative uh, for the Ohio Valley Conference. His term is ending, uh, so I'm one of five that's been nominated to potentially serve again. And I don't know, Bob, if that's a blessing or a curse, you know. But uh, Commissioner Beth the Bush asked to put my name in and. Uh, you know, if the commissioner asked me to serve, then you serve. Now we'll just see if the uh, the NCAA committees uh, select me for that, or any of the, any of my other four colleagues that are part of it from the OVC. Any of them can do a great job as well. Uh, there's a faculty athletics representative, an SWA, uh, someone from the conference office, and another AD. So uh, we're, we're fortunate we have f- five great people that can that can do the job and represent the OVC and NCAA governance. Well, that's great. Someone great from the OVC will will go into that role. Uh, we are talking today with Mark Wilson, Director of Intercollegiate Athletics at Tennessee Tech, and this is Local Matters. Mark, you've, you've talked about uh, – some of the national issues, but talk about the issues facing student-athletes. What are their big challenges? And talk about how grades are so important to uh, a student-athlete. Well, grades are most important. You know, when I meet with prospective student-athletes, the first thing I say is if you're not here to do the job academically and you're not here uh, to graduate from Tennessee Tech, then Tennessee Tech's probably not the place for you. 
And we're just upfront about that because we do expect academic success. And if you look back to uh, last uh, fall, the fall of 2017, the 14-team composite grade point average was 3.238. Wow. Uh, and that's the second highest in the athletics program history. Uh, our best ever was 3.293 during the spring of, uh, of 2014. 13 of our 14 teams had a GPA above a 3.0, which is the highest that we've ever had. Uh, our goal is to get all 14 teams uh, uh, above a 3.0. Uh, if you look at last fall, women's soccer led the way with a 3.650 team GPA. Uh, the tennis team uh, was right behind them with a 3.647 uh, men's basketball achieved their highest grade point average in history with a 3.234. Uh, and then the women's basketball team had their highest uh, GPA since fall of 2012 with a 3.167. So just a great, great uh, job of our student-athletes in the classroom. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges they face, Bob, is is balancing academics and academic success and the expectations that we as a university and athletic program and their coaches have on them academically uh, with division one competition competition at the highest level that is very demanding i think you are right and and part of the demand uh, occurs on the on the court or on the playing field or wherever they are but it also occurs in the classroom because they are competing there with among the best and the brightest in the state of Tennessee. The the student body at Tennessee Tech is uh, not a run-of-the-mill student body. It is a talented group of people. And when we say student-athletes graduate at a success rate that's even higher than the student body or uh, have a higher grade point average than the average student body, that's a real statement about the commitment of our student-athletes. It is. It's a great statement because, you know, Tennessee Tech is a world-class university, you know, recognized, uh, you know, you know, not just nationally in the United States, but at the world. I mean, you look at the international population we have at Tennessee Tech and the degrees that they earn here and they take back to their home countries. We are a world-class university, and for student-athletes to achieve this academic success with that competition is really quite remarkable. And, and they're doing that with, you know, doing community service and travel and all the time they're on, on buses and all the times they're lifting weights and, and practicing and, and really, really do a, go, a good job. And, and one of the things that we, that we say, Bob, is we want each student-athlete to reach their fullest individual potential. You know, one student-athlete, their individual potential may be a 4.0. Uh, and uh, recently we recognized uh, OVC Commissioner Beth DeBush was uh, was on campus, and we recognized uh, two of the six Ohio Valley Conference Student Athletes of the Year, uh, and two of them were from Tennessee Tech, Josh Poplar from uh, football and Allison Dunn uh, from women's golf. Uh, two of the six were from Tennessee Tech, which is remarkable. And Dr. Jeff Roberts, who's our faculty athletics representative, he takes great pride in that when we have that that high level of, of success. And uh, But those are the expectations we have. But that's hard to do, very, very difficult to do. It is indeed. But I think we all take great pride in the fact that uh, uh, these young men and young women are uh, are are true role models in a lot of ways. We're going to take a quick break. This is Local Matters, and we are talking with Mark Wilson from Tennessee Tech University. Mark, we've been talking about student-athletes, the challenges they face, but also how talented they are both in the classroom and and uh, on the field. But one of our student-athlete alumni 
uh, got a really important recognition here just in the month of January of 2018. Uh, Captain Barry Wilmore, who was a football player while he was at Tech, but also an electrical engineer and a computer engineer with both an undergrad degree in engineering and a master's, um, got a pretty special recognition. He did. What was that? At, at the NCAA convention uh, in January, Barry was recognized with the Theodore Roosevelt Award, and that is the highest award that the NCAA can bestow upon anybody, period. And it, folks, Google it, take a look at that list. There are United States presidents, congressmen and women. There are very famous people that have received that award. Uh, we did uh, nominate uh, Captain Wilmore about three years ago, uh, shortly after he completed his stint as commander of the International Space Station. And uh, uh, Dr. Jeff Roberts and, and myself had that conversation about nominating Barry. And uh, Rob Shabert, who was the assistant athletic director for sports information at the time, wrote the nomination and submitted it. And uh, we're just uh, so, so honored. I know Barry's personally honored, but we are as a university that – uh, you know, one of our alums have, has gone on to get that level of acclaim and success uh, that that he won that award. He is certainly the first member to win this award from Tennessee Tech, but he's also the first member to win the Teddy, as the as folks in the NCAA call it, the Teddy, from the Ohio Valley Conference. So just a remarkable award. He's in great, great company. His acceptance speech was just awesome. Uh, go YouTube it, folks. It was just awesome. And and, uh, you know, it was a lot, a lot about commitment, a lot about love. Uh, but one of the things that he tried to tell young people today is that uh, one of, some of the things he dreams about is not being in space. You know, it's not things that we might think they are. It's he would like to play football one more time, play one more time. And, and the coach goes to put him in in his dream and he can't find his helmet. And none of the helmets fit him. And then he then his head's so big that the helmets won't fit him, so he can't get in the game. And how disappointing that is. And I think what what that what the message that he sends is: we really need to appreciate each and every day. Every day for us is a blessing, and it was a blessing for him to play football at at, at Tennessee Tech. And don't take that for granted. We may the young men and young women today not may not appreciate the education they're receiving at Tennessee Tech or the opportunity to represent Tennessee Tech and in playing intercollegiate athletics. But when you get out and you graduate and you look back, what an amazing opportunity that it was. And I think that's what that that was the message he was sending by talking about the dreams that he has. And that and that his story is true. That those are dreams that he has. He has shared with that with me before. And me too. Just, just he wants to wants to play one more time because it's the sport he loves. And the message to those young men and women who are perhaps still in high school or middle school and playing some form of intercollegiate athletics and thinking about can I go on with this and and then uh, go on and get a get into a hard major at a university? The answer is yes, you can. And you too might end up being a commander of the International Space Station someday. Mm -hmm. It was fun to watch Butch Wilmore when he taught a science class from the uh, International Space Station a few years ago. And the example he used for science for middle school students was a football. And he and five other astronauts were dressed in Tennessee Tech football jerseys. <laughs> and he threw a football across what appeared to be a weightless environment in space and then showed everyone how that little 
football that was barely traveling was really going 17,500 miles an hour. So he's a great uh, representative of our academic program. Uh, he is a great representative of our, of our intercollegiate sports program. He is, and too. it shows if you just believe. I mean, he was a walk-on student-athlete at Tennessee Tech. Uh, he wanted to play. He came to Tennessee Tech because it was an opportunity to play football. But he also wanted to be an engineer. But it shows what what you desire to do in life. Period. You can do it if you just put your mind to it, and if you work and you work hard. And he is a prime illustration of all the great successes that uh, that you can that you can have in life. Well, this is local matters, and we are talking with Mark Wilson from Tennessee Tech University. Uh, We've been talking about student-athletes, and Mark, they're called students first and athletes second. Talk a little bit about that and how you ingrain that in them. Well, we just ingrain that in them from the time that our coaches start recruiting young men and young women. They talk about students. We talk about academics. We talk about expectations we have in the classroom. We talk about the grade point averages that we've had that we've already talked about in this program, And, and, and that is the culture at Tennessee Tech. I, I sure wish I could take credit for that culture, but I can't. That's been a culture that's been at Tennessee Tech for decades and decades and decades. Um, my job has been not to really mess it up and to make sure we stay committed to it. Um, but that but it really starts in the recruitment process. All those things we do start when we're identifying student athletes. And if there's any red flag that comes up academically, you know, our, our, our coaches really need to have a long, hard conversation with them to see if they really fit with us being a student and being an athlete at, at, at Tennessee Tech. And, of course, a lot of that has to do our coaches are engaged in, uh, in their academics and asking them questions and, and helping them plan their schedules, uh, you know, studying and when they have tests and, 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 and all of that. And uh, they really do a remarkable job. But it's just the culture that we have at, at Tennessee Tech. And, you know, it goes way, way back uh, to for decades and decades of academic success. And, and that's how it comes student first, student athlete. Tell us about the uh, the different opportunities that are there for uh, women athletes and and men athletes in terms of the different uh, kinds of sports that are available at Tech. Well, at Tennessee Tech, in our fourteen sports, we have uh, men's and women's basketball, we have football and volleyball, baseball, softball, men's and women's golf, men's tennis, men's and women's cross country. Uh, men's indoor track, I mean, excuse me, women's indoor track, women's outdoor track. And if I was counting on my fingers right, I think that should be all 14 of them or or, or fairly close. So there are lots of opportunities. And, and for folks, uh, you know, for those of you that may not have the opportunity to compete at the Division One level throughout the state of Tennessee, there's excellent institutions. There are, you know, Division One, there's Division Two and Division Three, all in the state of Tennessee. There are also NAIA institutions in the state of Tennessee. There are junior colleges in the state of Tennessee. So if you aspire to play athletics, uh, period, then there are those opportunities very close to uh, the Upper Cumberland. And, and take advantage of that because all the things that you get in sports outside of the regular academics and, and the playing are great things that employers want to see. They want to see that you can manage your time. They want to see that you have faced adversity uh, by playing sports. They want to see uh, that you develop leadership skills through sports. All those extrinsic things that you get through sports are really, really important. So maybe you don't have the opportunity to play at Division One, like University of Tennessee or Tennessee Tech or Tennessee State or Middle Tennessee. Uh, but there's lots of opportunities here, and, and I encourage young people to to uh, to aspire to uh, to play sports at whatever level that they can. I do too, and uh, I did that in college, and and uh, some of my fondest memories from college are 
or that team that I played on. And so uh, I concur entirely that that it's a uh, it presents great opportunities for young men and women. Do you want to tell people about your tennis career, Bob? Uh, no, that's okay. We won't. Uh, <laughs> but I, I lettered in tennis in college and at one time thought that was my major and that was a mistake. Uh, Mark, talk a little bit about uh, uh, the fact that Tech hosts the uh, the state football championships, the TWSAA of Cookville and, and the Highlands region are the are the host of that and Tennessee Tech uh, is a is a great host. So talk about that Blue Cross Bowl for a minute. Well, it's it's a it's a great partnership that involves everybody in the community, and and Tennessee Tech is just one part of it. it you know, the Chamber of Commerce, the City of Cookville, Putnam County, those four entities, uh, as as we like to say, are the legs that that hold the stool up, which is the Blue Cross Bowl games. And and folks know a four legged stool is a sturdy, sturdy stool. And when you have four uh, organizations that are highly committed to our community, highly committed to uh, uh, and the economic impact of that event on our community, uh, it stands on on great, great footing. And it's wonderful that uh, you know four. You know everybody is people that have never heard of Cookville or Cookville was maybe just a gas stop or a restaurant stop between Nashville and Knoxville. Now they know about Cookville. And uh, and they you know the road to Cookville, the road to Tennessee Tech, playing at Tucker Stadium, those are all great exposure for us. And I think uh, you know hosting the Blue Cross Bowl games here, lots of people I've heard they've come back because they've wanted to experience Burgess Falls or Cummings Mills or the other things that this this region of the state of Tennessee offer uh, in terms of you know f- great family entertainment that folks have come back. So I, I think it's just been a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for us. I think it's been great for us to recruit football student-athletes. It's been great for us to recruit cheerleaders, members of the band, uh, general general students to, to Tennessee Tech. And I think it's made a positive economic impact on the on the on our community at a time that we really need it. You know, the, the in December typically economics are down, and and for us to infuse uh, the estimated economic impact of that events, you know, two point five to three million dollars a year, uh, nine games, eighteen teams over three days is, is really tremendous, and it's been an honor for Tennessee Tech athletics to be a part of that. And those folks eat at our restaurants and stay at our motels and. And uh, and they remember Cookville, and a few of those players on that field have gone on to um, be in a Super Bowl or play for the pros, and uh, so there's there's great opportunity to see future championships right here or future champions right here at Tech. Yeah, right, 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 right here, and it's uh, always the first weekend in in uh, December, right after uh, Thanksgiving, and. Uh, it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I, I really tip the hat to the community. Ten- Tennessee Tech, City of Cookville, Putnam County, and the Chamber, we could not host this without the – this year we had uh, over 800 volunteers that worked, whether it be selling tickets, parking cars, you know, uh, take, taking tickets, selling programs, security, all the things. That's a lot. That's a lot of volunteers from this community to allow us to host the Blue Cross Bowl games. And, and, I, and I think that the th- by us really winning the right to have the Blue Cross Bowl here and then hosting it, I think we've seen other wins for our community, like with Academy Sports and with FACOSA and the shops at Eagle Point and all the things economically that are, that are going on with the growth of our community, I think have a, a direct impact from you know, the, the way that the, those four entities work together. I agree with you, and uh, hats off to our community and 
to uh, all of the individuals who volunteer for that, who just come out as fans to watch that game or to watch any other Tennessee Tech sports programs. Yes. It's, uh, it's always great to see people uh, on the campus uh, in sports memorabilia. Well, this has been uh, Local Matters, and we have had as our guest today Mark Wilson, the Director of Intercollegiate Athletics at Tennessee Tech University. Mark, thanks for all you do. Thanks for representing this region so well all across the nation. It's my, it's my pleasure, Bob, and thanks for having me on today. We're glad you were here today.